Hi, I'm Coco. Hi, I'm Hannah. And we, and we are, are the Social, Social Girls. Or maybe not. Welcome back to the Social Girls podcast. Today we've got an exciting guest. He happens to be one of our wonderful clients and was actually our very first startup client. We have been working closely with this brand, Ellie Postpartum Care, and have loved being on this journey. So we would officially like to introduce Ellie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, So my background is um, a bit all over the place, but I worked in fitness for a lot of years and in healthcare as a paramedic as well. Um, And I've kind of with those two jobs, I've lived all over Australia, right from far north Queensland and now down in Adelaide, which is now home. Um, have two little kids, one-year-old girl and a five-year-old boy. And yeah, just doing the mum life, business life and um, trying to keep it all together. <laughs> How is it going from one to two? I have to say going from one to two was a lot harder than zero to one. Okay. So much harder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, when you've got the one, if someone minds them or takes them, it's like, okay, you can actually sit down and relax. But now it's like, okay, I've still got to deal with the other one. <laughs> there's still one more sitting there. Yeah. Always and now they've got each love. other to kind of feed off as well. So gotcha. it's, it's quite, it's, it's good. Yeah. Highly recommend, but also it's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not just the quote for motherhood? Highly recommend, but like, just be careful. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, <laughs> do it, but be warned. <laughs> yeah. So we obviously know a little bit about your business, which we've been fortunate yeah. enough to work with the past couple months. So go ahead and just talk a little bit about your brand, your business, what you do, and also why you think it's important to have something like your business out there for people. Yeah. Um, so as I said, I did work in, in fitness and healthcare for a long time. And I think it was from working in those industries, I worked with a lot of mums who were pregnant or postpartum or, you know, giving birth. <laughs> and there was just such like a giant gap in care for them. It's kind of like you get this care when you're pregnant and then it just stops for a while when you have the baby and then you know, there's a little bit of aftercare and that sort of thing, but it just seemed to me like there was this giant space where mums and families weren't getting care and support and a lot of needs were not being met. So that's kind of where it came from. I got a little bit disheartened with the fitness industry for a while because, you know, my pregnant clients were going and then they would have a baby and then I wouldn't see them for ages and ages and they would come back when the kids were a little bit bigger Um, And so this is kind of my chance to work with them in that time when they can't really go to the gym, they can't really train, but they need a lot of other supports. Uh, So, yeah, that's kind of why I went into this kind of field and having two kids of my own that, yeah, that gap in care was just magnified when you go through it yourself and you just kind of get left on your own to figure everything out and you just like there's a lot to learn with a newborn and a postpartum body as well and if no one's there to 
help you through that period. It can be really isolating and really hard. Absolutely. I know for myself, I actually was just looking at like classes to do. I'm pregnant myself. So I was looking at like, I don't know, hypnobirthing and like how to actually give birth and <laughs> all, yes. those, all those sort of things. And yep. it was like, there was heaps of stuff out there, but I found that it was, it was still kind of limited. Like yep. you just kind of expected to know what, what to do. Like you're a woman and we've done it for thousands of years. Like just push it out. Like you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know like the resources are really lacking generally. So it's really cool that you've found this niche that needs to, needs to be picked up on. Yeah, and I'm getting a lot of feedback that this is a good thing and this is something that mm. mums want and women who are thinking about having kids in the future do want. So, yeah, there's been a lot of really good feedback, um, even in its baby stages of this baby business, yeah. So what can you expect, like, before someone goes on and logs onto your website and has a look or onto your socials, what are the different services and, and products that you know, you offer just in like a brief little nutshell? Yeah, in a nutshell, uh, one of the main things I do is postpartum belly binding. So that's been way more popular than I would have kind of imagined. Um, So that's a really nice, like it's a physical support in that it binds your abdomen and your belly, but it's also a really nice emotional support as well. Um, So I do that hands-on and also virtually with mums. Um, and also doing um, virtual consults. So just like we're doing now, sit down, they can ask all their questions. Like there's a lot of sort of too much information kind of questions that mums tend to not ask. So we go over those. They can show me their photos of weird things that they've noticed and we can chat about those. Do um, birth debriefs as well is something that's really, really nice to do with mums, sit down and hear their story and answer some of the questions about why their birth went the way that it did and give them a bit of reassurance and kind of understanding of why things happened that way if they weren't 100% happy with the birth and pregnancy process. Um, so, yeah, really virtual virtual support is obviously with COVID is huge at the moment and it means that I can reach mums wherever they are Um, so that's a really nice thing Um, and I am a pre and postnatal fitness specialist as well so if it is more safe return to exercise and pelvic floor and ab rehab sort of stuff we can go through that as well. Really? What is the the belly bind? I've seen it everywhere like I've seen it from different people I've seen different versions like seen celebrities on celebrities what does it do? (laughs) Yeah, there are different types. So there's like the more sort of fitness world waist trainer, I suppose, which this is not. So this is something very different. It's um, the one that I have used on myself for a long time and now teaches the Bengkung belly binding, which is um, a Malaysian tradition. So I do have Velcro binds, which are a lot easier and quicker to apply, but to do it in the slower traditional way, it's this long stretch of fabric that it's there are a few different techniques you wrap it around right from the hip bones basically down at the pubic bone all the way up to the rib cage so it kind of encloses your whole abdomen and supports your pelvic floor your abs it can help in healing abdominal separation when the abs split apart which Every pregnant woman gets, some people don't believe, but everyone gets it to some degree. I'm sorry to tell you, but you will. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but so it does give you really good, as I said, physical support, but it's also, it's a really nice way of holding everything in. After you have a baby, everything feels very, very different. It kind of feels a bit empty, which it obviously is, but organs have shifted and moved around. So it's a really nice way of supporting you, helping to remind you to sit up straight when you're feeding baby. Um, and it can also help with that bleeding process after baby as well. So whether you have a C-section or vaginal birth, um, yeah, pain relief and bleeding is huge. It's very underrated. So it can help with all of those things. Awesome. It's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a wonder product then, eh? I know. I guess after you give birth. <laughs> yeah, and it's really nice. Like I do do it as a virtual consult. I'll send them the bind and teach them how to do it. But locally also I'll go into the home and it's really nice to have a bit of, you know, physical touch and connection with another human and just to do something that's nice and slow and it's focused on mum. You know, baby gets all the attention. So it's nice to have just a little bit of time when all the attention goes on mum. You can get tended to, you can get pampered a little bit and feel like you're not completely left out of the recovery, you know, equation. That sounds yeah, great. Yeah, sure. It sounds like a really, really cool thing to do. I would definitely look look into that one. We <laughs> <laughs> do. Oh, snap, snap it back in. <laughs> um, so how do you go about juggling busy mum life and running a business? What sort of challenges have you faced and have you sort of overcome these or not? Are you still in sort of like a busy space? Yeah, I would say I'm still in figure it out mode mm-hmm. uh, because yeah I'm not really one to all right I'm going to sit down I'll plan it out really carefully and then I'll do it I'm more of like oh I've got an idea I'm just going to do it today and then we'll figure it out as we go <laughs> so <laughs> in the middle of doing this like I've hung up my boots as a paramedic um, for a lot of different reasons but doing that we've moved into state we've moved and then moved house from interstate and now we're renovating so we're doing like four thousand things at one time and the two kids as well so I think being really uh kind on myself in terms of expectations you know I've had to over the last few years remind myself you can't do everything you can do anything but you can't do everything all at once so it's more like picking a few important things each day that need to get done at the beginning of each week, like set a goal. What are the big things I want to work on? And just do little things to chip away at that. And maybe that means that the laundry doesn't get done or, you know, the dishes are in the sink or you really have to, yeah, I think lower the expectations, be kinder on yourself and focus on what are the actual big ticket items that you want to get done and if they get done well everything else can kind of get forgotten about it's hard it is hard but it's just figuring out a system that works for you it's super important praising yourself for getting those big ticket items done and not being too harsh on yourself for not getting yeah. the smaller ticket items done otherwise yes. you can get really really messy in the brain yeah <laughs> you guys would totally relate to that I'm sure it's like there are four million things to be done Mm-hmm. but not all of them are going to make a difference today if they get done, you know. Absolutely. Very good advice, which I think that sort of rolls into our next question anyway. What advice would you give to, well, maybe even 
for someone wanting, you know, a mum who's maybe in a situation where she's thinking of doing something like what you do now, Ellie, and starting a business, what advice would you give, you know, to go from that scary stage of, can I do this? Yeah. It's so funny because I've had so many conversations in the last couple of weeks with other mums who are in that boat. Yeah. And they just, they're like, I want to do something or they have a really cool idea, but they're just a bit too scared to jump into it. And I would say, you know, you have to do something. If you just sit on the idea, you know, that's a guarantee that it's never going to come to fruition, but just to take some sort of action, even if it is terrifying is the first, the first big thing for you. Um, lower your expectations drastically. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think people forget, and I did as well. If you want to start a business, you're piling onto what you already have going on in your life. It's not like you can just slot it in all the time. You really need to take some things out. So it might be you have commitments that you do. You need to say goodbye to them. Start learning the art of saying no and setting really firm boundaries. Um, But also reach out to someone. Like you can't do it by yourself and in a vacuum. You have to get reassurance and support and a bit of a like cheer squad going on because there'll be hard days so definitely build a little support network share your idea with someone that you can trust and that will cheer you on and be kind to yourself because it will be challenging but you just keep at it keep at it day by day absolutely I completely agree I completely agree with the sense that you can't do do everything like Uh we obviously own our little small business as well um, and we outsource stuff like accounting because we're in the creative space and yeah. I, I can't do numbers that well. So it's, it's, <laughs> exactly. It's, you have to accept that you don't, you're not good at everything. Yeah, yeah for sure. And you, if you try to stretch yourself over every single thing, then maybe the really important things like the creative stuff or the, you know, the money makers are actually going to fall through the cracks. So yeah. Yeah, and they will get dropped and it's something that you you still want your product to be as good as it can be and your customer service to be as good as it can be. So you just got to um, outsource those things that aren't contributing to your, yeah. to your overall, I don't yeah. know what I'm trying to say, but contributing to your overall <laughs> running. That's right. You got two running brains the business. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think like business life and mum life, outsourcing is so underrated. Outsource whatever you can, whatever you have the means to outsource, outsource it. Give yourself more space. Absolutely. So next question we come to is sort of around, we've had some major fuck-ups in the last fortnight and we love to hear what yours are so we don't feel as bad. No. (laughs) Don't worry, I do the same thing. When When I hear people have done something terrible, I just think, Oh, thank God. That makes me feel a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) Like ours, I would say. I remember we were signing to work with you and we could not get the contract right. It was yes, not, um, it was just not cut going through. We couldn't get the digital working and we did so many different ways. We finally got there, but gosh, yep. was it an uphill battle for us to get that through. <laughs> I've signed documents before. I swear I have. Yeah. And it wasn't your fault. That was, that was, that was on our end, 100%, because we were learning how to do it and what we got there. And that would be one of our major fuck-ups, I would say, not knowing yeah. how to send a digital doc- document to be signed. 
yes. Technology, it's added so many little steps like that. So I've definitely, I've had so many things. What have I, I had one recently that was very, very similar. And it was like, I'm trying to send this woman to a link so that she could join something. And, um, you know, every time I spoke to her, she's like, it's not working. I'm like, what do you mean it's not working? I've just double checked it and I've redone the whole thing. And she's like, well, it's not working. And she's sending me screenshots of this broken web. And I'm just like, I, just, I don't even know how to fix it at this point. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> yeah. And I got there a bit. I think I just sent her a completely different option route, but you do. You, and you feel like an idiot when those sorts of things happen. It's like, I swear I'm a legitimate business owner. <laughs> like I swear I know what I'm doing, but this, <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> and also like sending things, I've never run a product-based business before. So having belly binds, I've got the belly binds and the belly oil and teas. So, you know, setting out the wrong size. Yep, definitely done that. Or, you know, forgetting to put something in or <laughs> like, yeah, I could definitely send that to you. Oh, I actually have none left. It's figuring out all those things and learning how to do it on the fly is hard, which again, that's where it comes in, you know, like having a network and support people around you because someone might have done that for years and years. They can help you, you know, put your hand up and ask for help whenever you need it. And that's how you learn these things and grow. Absolutely. Great, great advice. Our last fun question is how are you keeping social this week? We always like to end on a positive note, hopefully, and get some insight into what, what's happening. <laughs> keeping social. Um, well, I had a coffee date, a very long coffee date with a friend yesterday, which was so nice. I'm just getting back into the hang of like meeting people in person. We spent the last two and a half years in Melbourne. So it's still strange to me. Um, so that's really nice. Just organizing coffee dates and we've got a big family gathering this weekend. Um, yeah. And just, I've been keeping my eye out for a lot of local events and, you know, mum's groups and expos. And I'm just starting to just keep my feelers out for what's happening and um, going to yeah anything and everything I can find. And Adelaide's Absolutely. so great. There's so much on, which is good. It's also if you're in a certain sector and you go to all of the events, it'll be the same person at every single sector. So if you're looking to make connections, yes. super crazy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. Hannah, how are you keeping social? I'm, I was just thinking, I have no idea. Besides <laughs> dancing, which is like not really social, that's just boring. Um, what else? I have, I mean, I've got a friend's birthday on the weekend, which I feel so bad for her. I still haven't got her a present, but her birthday was in October last year. Um, and she kept, but she spent like, I think she spent three, $400. It's dress up. Um, on this beautiful like custom made I think she's going as like Cinderella or something so she could not cancel this party because when <laughs> else are you going to wear that um, so the poor yeah. thing has had to keep pushing back and pushing back and pushing back so it's finally this weekend um, it's a dress up I still have like no like no idea really what I'm wearing um, I still haven't got her a present either so 
<laughs> and I've got no excuse because it was supposed to be last October. So um, I've had plenty of time to get sorted, but it should be good to mm. finally celebrate her birthday. I'm looking forward to it when I work out what I'm wearing. Yeah, you just added it. I know I've just added well now I'll know if she listens to the podcast or not yes busted busted (laughs) what about you Coco what's going on in your life I'm just doing the family thing and food (laughs) Um, I'm obsessed with hot pot at the moment I went last night to a place in the city and I ate my weight and food it was really great so I'm really excited about food at the moment Mm. At the moment, I'm always excited about food, yeah. but now it's like, <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't really matter because the stomach is not getting any smaller. <laughs> There's two of you like, yes, food, please. Yep. <laughs> um, and seeing my family over the weekend, which would be nice. I think I'm seeing most of them on Anzac Day because we all sort of get together on Anzac Day. My pop yep. was in the army. So yeah. Nice. Nice. That's it. So thank you so much, Ellie, for joining us. Thank you. It's been such a, well, for me personally, an awesome insight to get, um, (laughs) I suppose, some insight into what you do and and how that all works. You can follow Ellie Postpartum Care on Instagram and Facebook at Ellie Postpartum Care or check out her website at www.elliepostpartumcare.com. And finally, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Social Girls Podcast and let us know what you want to hear. Bye for now.